0: The word, the word is true. Definition, in accordance with fact or reality. Reality, definition, the world or state of things as they actually exist, as opposed to an idealistic or notional idea of them. The only way for the world to know your truth is to speak. And since you're not ready, guess I'm up first. All right. All right. To everybody listening, um, I really got only two things to say. Well, two things on top of the podcast and then the, the outro. and the, But anyway, I, for the first the first two things I have to say are um, welcome. First and foremost, welcome. Good to see you. Well, good to hear you. Well, good for you to hear me. But the first thing is welcome. And then the second and the most important thing I want to say is thank you you know um just you listening right now um you know me honestly it means the world to me that you even gave my podcast a shot so i want to say thank you and um just you just listening right now is um doing you know more than enough than i need right now for me to you know pursue my dreams of you know being able to be self-sufficient off of you know voicing my opinion and if you really want to keep helping me along this journey i'm on um all i really need for you to do is you know subscribe or follow you know whatever whatever um platform you're on right now whether it be spotify apple youtube um hit that hit whatever button you need to press so that you can get notified whenever i post another one so that um you stay up to date keep me keep keep the keep the team flowing you know um that's all i really need from you at this point and uh and oh and also keep um share this podcast on your social media pages i appreciate everybody who's already done that that means the world to me i really do appreciate that people actually like what i'm putting out so yeah if you could share it or you know you know somebody who likes some of the things that i talk about you know hey this dude's talking about this you like he's talking about this show this movie whatever if if you know share 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 it out you know screenshot it post a video whatever i ain't gonna sue you i ain't got no money I ain't got no money for no lawyers, so you're good on that. But um, this is actually um, episode two in a new series I'm starting. It's called um, "Some of My Favorite Things." That's not. I'm just. It's, it's, that's. <laughs> it's not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sing that every time. There's no song. Uh, yeah, it's called "Some of My Favorite." Why did, I, why did I just say that? It's called "Some of My Favorite Things." And, um, yeah, the first episode was, um, it was about, um, one of my favorite albums. I would definitely, uh, encourage you after this, go check it out. Um, the episode one was actually about, um, and I'm called Care For Me by Saba. Um, and Saba is actually featured in this, what we're about to talk about today, but I'll get into that in a second. But, um, essentially I started this series so I could, um, talk about some of the most influential, you know, songs, artists, albums, TV shows, or, you know, movies that kind of help shape me into who I am today, you know, and uh, I think that's, yeah, that's all the formalities I need to get out the way, so let's get straight into it, so the first album we're going to talk about today is, bum bum, bum bum, bum bum bum, bum that's not bum bums, it's Surf! If you follow me on Instagram, you already knew. But it's Surf. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, no more sound effects. That's lame. Okay, the album is Surf. And it's by, not Chance the Rapper, Donnie Trumpet. Donnie Trumpet. My boy, Donnie, Nico Siegel. In the social experiment. And um, I uh, guess technically Chance the Rapper is part of that. In the social experiment. But um, this came out in May May twenty eighth two thousand fifteen, um, and yeah, th- I th- I think that's that's probably the most outstanding thing is I always thought this set well I didn't always think but I always assumed that it says Chance Rapper somewhere but no it says Nico not Nico it says Donny Trumpet and the Social Experiment that's literally this is very interesting because at the time let's uh, if you think back to two thousand fifteen, um. This is before Chance really took off. I mean, he had done acid rap, so he was on his way, but he wasn't. He was Chance the Rapper, but he wasn't Chance the Rapper, you know, the dude that just performed at the All-Star Game or whatever and you know, three Grammys, you know, he loves his wife, you know, that Chance. He, he wasn't that guy yet. He was still kind of like acid rap Chance. And um, what was I going to say? Uh, hold, hold up. We're going to check the notes check the notes um yeah so <laughs> the album came out in 2015 and that was interesting because everybody's kind of waiting for like a there essentially everybody's waiting for coloring book but then he was like no we're gonna give them surf instead which is kind of surf is kind of like a like a hodgepodge kind of uh, it, it was it's i uh, let me let me okay so donnie trumpet really said it best he was he was asked um to use one word to describe this album and what he said was, he said, he, if he was describe this album one word, he would use jazz. And the quote he used, I really like is, he said, not because it sounds like jazz music, but because the idea of jazz and the collaborative effort that is involved in making jazz, which is something I really like about this. Because if you think about it, um, I'm just going to lift on some of the features of this album. Has. You know, the features are Erica Badu, Buster Rhymes, Quavo, No Name, Saba, and J. Cole. Like, and this is before Quavo. This is 2015. This was, Quavo was still Migos. People barely knew Quavo as Quavo. You know, they want Offset, Quavo, and Takeoff. It was Migos, and when they separated, it was like, oh, they got Migos. I, remember, because I the first time I heard this was 2005, It was June, so May, it came out in May, June. I was, I was working at a summer camp, and this guy was playing. He was playing one of the songs on a speaker, and I was like, is that Migos? on this like jazzy like because first of all I was like yo this on jazzy I'm vibing this this what kind of rap is this because I ain't never because if those of you don't know I grew up in Georgia you know the cat County where like 9, 95% of the music I heard was trap music like I, I never heard something so experimental in my life which it really changed my perception on this album personally changed my perception on music but I'll get into that a little bit later but yeah I was I, I listened to it and I was like is that Quavo? No, I'm sorry. I didn't even say that. I said, "Is that me?" I said, "Is that Bigos?" I, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. At the time, I thought they were they were one dude because <laughs> I never seen a big show of them. But yeah, that, that was that was that was what really drew me. it was kind of it was kind of poetic in a way that one of the people I had listened to beforehand was almost like the bridgeway into my love for Donnie Trumpin and Chance the Rapper and them. But ironically, without me even noticing, um. I was also getting introduced to some of, some of the uh, artists that I would really get into later in life. I said later in life. This is like four or five years later, but um, people like like No Name and Saba. I didn't even know who they were at the time. I was just like, Ooh, "I like that. That's cool." Or like like I didn't even know that was Saba on there. <laughs> like it was because Saba's song is real weird. It's like um, it's got it's got weird letters on it. It's um, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, it was, yeah, it was, okay, and I quote, S M, S M T H N T H T, either L or uppercase I-W-N-T. I W N T. I didn't know what that song was. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was my first entry. And then so, so, uh, No Name on Warm Enough, like, that jump was, that jump was fire. So, and then, another thing i realized like doing research for this album is kind of how like the music industry was kind of welcoming chance in as like a, essentially a prodigal son like this is the future of music like when i listen to interviews hearing him talk about how many celebrities i want to talk to i mean but also this was the time when everybody was trying to sign him also this is before he became the face of independent music But I thought that was real interesting that a lot of celebrities really liked what he was doing and was really encouraging him, which I found was interesting. And one of those people, interestingly, was J. Cole. Like, he said, Chance said, J. Cole was there at the beginning of the making of this album. Like, he's been there since the beginning. And I I was like, that's really dope that J. Cole knew... What chance and them was about to turn into he he, he he could feel he could feel the vibe like he said he was there at like sessions all the time and he's on one of these songs like j cole and I, I almost wonder if this inspired his future decisions on the people he would bring into dreamville and then ironically the freedom in the in the uh, kind of impromptu of this album like they said they would just walk into people's houses and then like they'd be chilling and then he'd say like hey let's record some stuff and they record it and it was like okay we're just gonna put it in we're gonna put it in like it was very it was it was jazz in no other way that you could describe jazz and i wonder if that inspired that secret session that insp- that uh ended up becoming revenge of the dreamers i wonder if he got the idea from that from them that's just a little speculation i don't know if that's a fact but maybe subconsciously it did because that was a very big thing. It was like everybody was coming in, flying in, trying to get on this album, getting the project, getting the studio with them. That was a it was very – if you watch the documentary, you, you'll see that. It's everybody trying to – but it's kind of the same thing. It's like they got like the, Erica Badu, Busta Rhymes, Quavo, No Name, Saba, J. Cole, Chance the Rapper like what a who does that anymore that's like such an early 2000s thing to have like a whole bunch of people on the album like that was like you remember back in the day when like it'd be like it'd be drake wayne Nicki minaj and then you throw eminem in there or like you throw walk flock and you remember just, there used to be a time when like the feature list for songs used to be massive and they don't really do that like they used to but it's very interesting that because erica and Buster Ron, they know they some ogs like they had to have seen something in them and which a lot of people did they 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 could feel that they was there was going to become what they were it almost felt like um there's another quote from a donny trumpet um i guess i'll, I'll get i'll get into donny trumpet a little bit later i i uh i got some things to say about donny trumpet but um for now uh one another quote that donny trumpet has said he said um this is supposed to be the beginning of something new the first of its kind which is very which I would highly agree, because like I said before, this was really my introduction into like, because it, it literally reshaped what I thought rap and hip hop and je- what I thought music could be. You know, I kind of put it in boxes, and I had to realize you can't put music in box. You know, it's kind of kind of same principle, Lil Nas. You know, you can't you can't put his music into one specific genre because you know, John, I feel like genre bending is the future. Uh, we're going to get to a point where just all music is just music. And if it sounds like something, it sounds like another thing. It just is what it is. But it seemed like back then it was a very rigid, you know, this is, this is jazz. That's rap. That's hip hop. That's neo soul. That's country. That's, um, but I feel like this kind of set the stage for a lot of stuff. Like, and it got it got raven reviews except for um a couple of reviews didn't like it which i thought was weird but i guess music is all out opinion if you don't like it you don't like it you can't force somebody to like something they don't like but let's see let me we're gonna review the notes guys look you see you hear the page i've got notes with words on them oh did i did i show you the com- did i show you all the comment no it was i was while i was doing research for this video i saw a comment that said um <laughs> It's, it's so funny It said um, Chance is so underrated this is, this is a comment from five years ago And then at the bottom There was another comment <laughs> I didn't I didn't even want to get the second one But I just thought it was so funny It said Who is this again? <laughs> it, it, it's, it, it's, it's interesting thinking that I was I, it, Looking back I guess I've really watched Chance the Rapper Become who he is I wasn't there for acid rap but june 2015 and forward i've been team chance all the way um i wasn't the biggest fan of his newest album but um i guess if i were to take the nostalgia goggles off for a second i will say i can hear that you know production wise not like the music and stuff but just like the the microphone quality and stuff like that and like the, the some stuff you can hear has an age or you can hear that they were in their infant stage in their development in the music industry but it's only i've realized now that's only because i've heard all these guys at their best like um what's that the big day production-wise is the best chance ever sounded like the quality of that album it's unbelievably high that by comparison i just can't like if i had never heard that before i would never said it but because i've heard chance and nico and i'm sorry donnie trumpet i don't know what he says now i think he's nico now but i'm a, okay for context sake i'm just gonna call him donnie trumpet for now but him and donnie trumpet you can hear the infancy in this which isn't even a bad thing because it's still a solid album i just thought that was something i that's something i wanted to point out but um i won't really let's see do i have anything i want to tell you all anything else we're gonna check the notes one more time. Um, but okay that's it but um instead changing it up we're going to improve the podcast uh, for this episode instead of going through every single song like last time i kind of just picked a couple out not not because they're like my favorites but some of them aren't very good talking pieces themselves but um but i guess uh the first yeah the first album i mean the first song on the album i really wanted to talk about was um warm enough okay so warm enough yeah, so Warm Enough is featuring, um, oh yeah, something I forgot to say about this album. They didn't put any, officially, they didn't say any of the features. None of them are on the song, so I'm just going through, duh. But if I miss somebody, it's because, you know, I didn't look it up. But um, this song is clearly, it's No Name, it's Chance the Rapper, and it's uh, J. Cole. It's the only song J. Cole's on, and I think it's the only song No Name's on. But ironically, when I first heard this album back back in the day... I kept skipping this song. <laughs> for some weird reason, it just I just felt like oh it was that song and I'd skip it immediately. But um but um for some reason it was like 2017 I just gave the song a listen and I was like J. Cole I don't I skipped the J. Cole song and then no name was killing killing her verse man that jump was fire and then chance I love it, the analogies he uses in this one but this this one just really I just this song this whole album just got a vibe of positive I feel like Chance and so Social Experiment and Donnie Trump but they have mastered the art of positive rap without it being preachy I've, and that's a very hard thing to do because a lot of dudes sound very preachy you know that's why I don't listen to Christian rap as much as I want to it gets very preachy there's a couple of dudes I like like Andy 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 many of them I like him shout out to him but um yeah it's just, it's just they, they found that good mix And then um, there was a lyric I want to do by chance. What did he say? I love this. It's so, it's so beautiful. It's like, who are you to tell me I can't love you the way mothers love daughters, the way Mary was closest to Joseph and babies was closer to father. You don't know me and love got secret handshakes and inside jokes. Who are you to tell me I don't want you the way flesh wants freedom, the way greed, love, need, the way Kings need kingdom, the way Kings need kingdom. You don't know what I know what I'm capable of, what I slayed for and traded in favors and gave up for you what I gave up for love. I feel like that was the first time I'd ever heard a person confidently rap that wasn't annoying and preachy about the amount of love they have for someone. It's like, do you know how much I love you? Like, it's it's kind of <laughs> That's a terrible analogy But yeah I, There's just something some about that Something about his line I really love And then J. Cole Cole World I knew this he, See This is this is when he started Heading towards goat status Because this is J. Cole Fresh off 2014 Forza Drive Forza Drive Is only a couple months a few, Maybe five months old Because this is when He really went on The woke tear This is when he Tearing up the game man. But uh <laughs> This is uh it, like his line you like a flower that i won't let die right before your petals start to what i i choose to give you one last try fill your vase up with water refusing to neglect you like your father i promise that it won't run dry and then um my favorite favorite one where is it 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 Where is it? he said because sure because to me you're a dime and i'm still a nickel oh he said, you a dime. Cause normally you, you call a girl a dime to say like, you ain't nothing. Like you just the side piece, you a hole, whatever. But he says, you a dime and I'm still a nickel. <laughs> Kinda of flipping the script a little bit. I love that. I don't know why I do. And you know niggas say that every coin got two sides. And if you knew both mine, not sure you'd like what you find. But yeah, I really love... I really love them on this song and I'm just pissed off I never listened to it till like later later on. But I'm glad I eventually did because this it's become one of my fa- it's become one of my new favorites. You know, there's there's those songs that I liked when I was younger, and then there's the ones that really touch me now that I'm a little bit older, I have a little bit more perspective. But um what's what's the other um what's the other song? Let's see. Um Okay, the next song I wanted to talk about um uh, is Nothing Came to Me. And this is first of a couple songs in this album that um, it's just Donnie Trumpet. Because he says he said in an interview one time that essentially the he doesn't speak in his songs, but the trumpet is his voice, which I really love. And the fact that a trumpet player can be. Um, uh, for, for those of you who don't know, um, you know, I used to be really uh, I'm trying to get back, but I was I was a really big trumpet player in high school. And this was very influential on me. Like I just love the vibe of it and the sounds, the way he edited his sound on his trumpet is very, it's very sublime. I love the echoes and stuff that he does. He just, he's a really good trumpet player. And like I wish he would do more stuff with him just playing trumpet. Like I would, if he just played trumpet for like three hours straight, I would listen to it. If you're listening, you're now Nico Siegel. Nick, well you've always been. Nico, man. Thanks. And can we get that? Can we get that album, bro? Just you. Just Vibe and a, a jazzy album bro it don't have to be jazz it got to be jazzy oh it doesn't have to be anything whatever you feel like but yeah it's the first of a couple songs i just well i guess i i really love it because yeah i was a brass if you're a brass player you know you're probably gonna really love those songs like that where it's just him but i don't know no, i just really like it Ooh! man i'm sorry i just listened to it again <laughs> i just oh the the anonymity of the album the is is that the, the i don't know i don't know if that's the right word i keep using that word i don't i didn't i didn't even look it up but uh, that it's so ominous and downtrodden like old slave song like you just feel feel it feel the emotion in it man like in the ending where he's, he takes it up a doctor, He's like mm-hmm. i'm not gonna sing it for y'all but y'all know go go listen to it. oh i almost forgot This is a listen along series. I completely forgot to tell you that. But yeah, um in this series you you listen along. So, when I when I um tell you what song we're listening to, what you need to do is pause the podcast, listen to the song or listen to the whole album off the rip and then um just listen to my take. But yeah, definitely need to listen either play the album ahead of time or play it as I say the songs, okay? But yeah, that's not nothing. It's just, oh, man, you can feel the passion in that song, man. You can feel the sorrow. He's probably not sad, but he's projecting such woo, nothing came. To, you feel like nothing come. It feels like when you're trying to get inspired for like a something you're working on, you just can't get the right passion to, to write or sing or paint or whatever. You know, nothing came to me. Um, but that's enough on nothing came to me. Let's move on to the next song, um, let's see, which is Wanna Be Cool. We are gonna listen to that real quick. Okay, just listen to Wanna Be Cool. I hope you did too. Um, but man, how, how old was I in 2015? If I'm 21 now, 2020, I had to have been 16, 15. I mean, cause I listened to this album for a couple years. So 17 or well, 18 to um, 16 year old me, Wanna Be Cool was very influential. It was very necessary. Like I said before, uh, most of the music I, I was listening to because I listened to what everybody else listened to because I wanted to stay up on the music. Because if you didn't stay up on the music, then everybody said, You don't know that song, or you know, and you get roasted, and it was a whole thing. But, um, yeah, so I didn't really listen to songs for my own enjoyment, I guess. I really just listened to them so I could stay up and I wouldn't fall behind and I wouldn't feel lame or whatever. So, surf was really the first time i listened to i found songs myself that were awesome and i listened to them because i like them and want to be cool really so through that effect chance rapper became a very influential figure in my life so when i heard want to be cool it was it was like i said in the last one it was hearing celebrities and artists sound more human you know and for these people we tend to deify or, you know, essentially treat them like they're our break brothers or big sisters or fathers or mentors or whatever, you know, it was a very good message for me, you know, it just made me feel like, um, I'm sorry, uh, like, I didn't, you know, being cool don't matter, you know, we didn't use the word cool, not, not in Atlanta, but, um, (laughs) essentially, you know, don't worry about what others are doing. Stay in your lane. And it really helped me to stay in my own lane, be myself. And then I discovered other cool people. Like, i am like, oh, you listen to Junk too? Oh, you listen to Surf? Oh, lit, bro. And then you find, you find friends and other people who, you know, do they ride their own wave and you end up vibing with them. So I guess I owe a lot to this song. Like, honestly, this song, right? Like, other songs helped me develop in my musical endeavors, but this one helped me, like, socially be more confident because when I became confident in the things that I liked, you know, it brought things to other people. You know, I'm like, check this out. And they, it, it, it does the same for them. So, I know it's a little corny. And it has nothing to do with the music. But I just had to say that. This this song means a lot to me. And obviously, now that I'm 21, it, you know, it's not big a deal. Sonically, it's not as amazing as the other stuff. But lyrically, it still means the world to me you know it had jeremiah i I, once again i didn't get the um i probably should look this up ahead of time but i don't know everybody who's on every song i don't know the people that i know so there's four people on this song there's jeremiah with the singing then there's chance at the beginning and then big sean i know that one's true but then there's a fourth person at the end who's actually got my favorite line at the end um talking about goodwill and how your butt still looks good in jeans even though even though your your pants are, are cheap um 'Cause I feel like that's real. A lot of especially in high school, a lot of girls are really insecure and they didn't even know that they look great because they're worried about the things they thought weren't great. So this song was really dope, but um... Yeah, so Wanna Be Cool, it's really, and it's, and like I said, the vibe of this was just, to me, in 2015, this was so, I had never heard something with such a, with such a, because it, it's almost, because the songs are really upbeat, too, and happy-go-lucky, you know, just to be happy. It's hard to hear music when you're black that's just happy without, once again, being, because sometimes I'll listen to, I'll, I'll say, oh, I want positive pause the music, but then I get positive the music, and I'm like, oh, it's so preachy. But for some reason, this found a good blend. Something about this song always puts me in a good mood, make me want to have a picnic, or how black people invite people to the cookout if that exists. I don't think it's real. <laughs> man invite them, <tomorrow. laughs> but it just gives those. Yeah, it makes me want to go cook some corn on the cob, take it, make a sandwich, and go on the beach with a girl that doesn't exist. So it'd probably just be me. <laughs> but <laughs> hey. <laughs> But yeah, it's something, something about this song, man. I don't know what it is. It's just, okay, I'm hold up. I'm going to listen to it one more time. I said, don't make you pay less. If you don't get retweets, it don't mean you say less, okay? So I'm going to post a shitty-ass selfie on IG. And I don't care if anybody likes it or likes me. It's cool. I want to be cool. But yeah, it's got, it's got a, a pulse to it. I love a song that's like moving. You know, I, remember, I think Chance said it one time. Like, a lot of times... Uh, songs like pop like popular songs they be copying each other they'd be covering the 808s the sound the beats the the way people rap sometimes and this was just kind of his own like, like even he said even the beats per minute like the speed of the songs be copying each other every song in the exact same speed and I never noticed it before until he said it but this is it's almost like just if like if most songs are here most this song is like here you know what I mean And it feels this whole album feels so unique and thinking man i don't know where i'd be without this album man like musically like my appreciation for music the forefront of it is this album and i never noticed it until now how influential this album really was on me and my development as an appreciator of music and (laughs) be my appreciation of music and like this the great, man. If you haven't listened to this before, I'm talking to everybody here, and you need some positivity, some motivation, some good times in your life, play this album. I promise that gonna make you feel good. I promise you. Please, for yourself, and if you weren't if you weren't in on this album yet, go check it out. Go check it out right now, please. I really encourage it. But um, I, I that's that's enough. I'm rambling at this point. But um, let's uh let's get into the next um let's get into the next song, um, which is just wait, just wait. Hope you're listening along. We're on once again. We're on just wait. But yeah, oof, it's this has got my favorite trumpet riff in the whole song, and it's just it's fast paced. It's it's upbeat. Like it's just Donnie. He goes Donnie goes stupid on this album, bro. He goes stupid. I, I I it's it's been a minute since I he went stupid on this man, like because another uh, interview I heard he said um, that he wanted with this album he wanted to show that he was not only just a trumpet player but like a great producer also. Which but also don't be ashamed of um, why am I saying this? He knows this. Why am I speaking like I'm trying to motivate Donnie Trumpet? But yeah, even if you were just a trumpet player, you are a fantastic trumpet player. Fantastic. You are an amazing trumpet player, Donnie Trumpet. Nico Siegel. Um Keep being you, man. You're a dope producer and you're a dope trumpet player. And I really honestly like I really look up to Donnie Trumpet. That dude is dope, man. And and it's just the repetition of the, good things come to those that wait good things come to those that wait and they go and they go and they go And it's, it's once again I keep saying this but yeah the positivity in these songs man it's, it's infectious it's like Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood just like so much positivity it makes you throw up but then eat the throw up because you want to keep the positivity in you so you got regurgitated throw up in you and then you throw it back up and you eat it again. What the heck am I talking about? <laughs> but yeah, the just wait, just wait is really dope. I um yeah, just wait. Just wait is just dope. I don't know the way to describe it. Chance chance is killing it. I really I don't know why. Because <laughs> he really don't do that much in these these songs, but it's so it has such an effect on me. I think it was mostly some of the more songs that he has longer stuff in it, but it's like you can really... I, I kind of understand now why he didn't say this was Chance the Rapper because he was kind of like... This is just like a collage. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I don't even know the point I'm trying to make. But um, anyway, I, I don't I don't have much to say about this song. Let's get into the next song. Um, which is... Uh, let's see. Familiar. Oh, so, something I didn't talk about before. Um, Chance the Rapper has a very... Oh, by the way, we're 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 at familiar. If I didn't say that before, but Chance the rapper has a very unique sound to him. That yeah, it has something about his voice. It's almost like a, it's got a Louis Armstrong kind of vibe to it. Where Chance just has a, he, he got. I think he's like 21, 22 at the time. So we're about the same age. But he just when he speaks has a soulfulness, like a history to it, like a vibe to it, like. Almost, ironically, it pairs very well with Donnie Trumpet. It's like, it's like if you split, if you split Louis Armstrong into two people, it'd be Donnie Trumpet and Chance the Rapper. (laughs) And it's like, he's not the greatest singer, but I love hearing him sing because it's just, it's got that. It's like when the pastor sings at church, it's like, he's not even the best singer, but it's like, he's got that soul to He's got that raspiness from the years of, of preaching or whatever, right? That's, I don't know i'm not gonna lie i don't even know what they're talking about <laughs> but i just love the vibe of it it's just so just... it was it was just so unique for the time i mean looking back there's so much stuff has i feel like so much stuff has been influenced by in them like that that taking when it comes to stuff like trombones and trumpets and jazz and actual drums it feels, like for a time, it felt like we were all big into machines, and it almost feels like Chance Rapper and The Social Experiment and Donnie Trumpet, they brought us back to, you know, that that vibe of use. I mean, and J. Cole did it too, and Kendrick Lamar. But it's just like, we kind of set this wave of, like, bringing back that real jazz. Like, not just having it because it's a feature, I mean, not a feature, a sample from, like, 1970 from the S.O.S. band or Nina Simone or something, or James Brown, you know. Actually just making... You know, having the brass in the studio, you know, just making stuff and nothing wrong with samples. I'm just saying it's nice to hear that. Nothing wrong with samples. People have done some great things with some samples from the 70s and 80s. was some fantastic stuff. But the only point I'm trying to make is it was real nice to hear that. And it was something I was really looking for when I was younger. I didn't know I was looking for it. You know, when you sometimes you're thirsty for something, you don't even know what will quench it and it was this for me at least and I just find that really interesting I just something about it was just it was just so out of left field for me I wasn't expecting it at all I was always like oh I like jazz but I was like I don't feel like sitting down and listening I mean I was always a a fan of jazz but um it's just I never loved it but I love this because it's almost like a bridge way into has a spirit of jazz in it but it has something new along with it too and um going back to the to the Donny trumpet quote um yeah he was like it's it's got that it's not it's not jazz but it's got the spirit of jazz it's got the the, the feeling of working together because when you think about it originally when jazz came out it was just a bunch of black people saying hey we're gonna do our own thing you know I don't like how music is now let's let's just let's just play some stuff and see how we feel it's just a bunch of guys, and the crazy thing is Bible was doing it everywhere. And then it was just like, oh, you doing that too? I'm doing that too. And they just work together. And that just it's, it's such a beautiful thing to think about. And then it's a sign of the same. And just like uh it's same thing with rap. You know, let's put a beat on and just see what sticks. Let's call some instruments in here and just see what goes. Let's get the let's get the beat machine or whatever and just see what happens. You feel me? There's no real structure to it. There's no rules. You just do it. You and and just and just like jazz, people didn't like it <laughs> because black people were running and it was taking over all the modern day music. When I mean, because I know I'm going on a tangent, but, you know, whatever, you know, because we made, you know, we made rock and roll. We made country. We made rap. We made jazz. All the all the music that's, you know, taken over in America has been from African-Americans. And that's a little spill for Black History Month. And if you don't believe me about the country music thing, look it up. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to say, look it up and tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> but I kind of went off subject. What song are we even talking about? We're talking about Familiar. I love Familiar. Um, yeah, I guess I was trying to get to the point. Yeah, once again, um, just to reiterate again, this this is the song, ironically, that opened the door for my new thinking of what rap and even music is because, yeah, I was walking past it and I heard the trumpets and the vibe and I was just like, what? I remember it was my buddy Jordan. I was like, bro, what is this? And he was like, this is, I think, he said, I was like, because he, he didn't give me a straight answer at first. I don't know why. That's just Jordan being Jordan. But um, <laughs> it was, because um, I was listening. I was like, oh, I like this. And then Quavo came on. I was like, oh, I thought they were Migos. I was like, is that Migos? I said, I was like, is that Migos? I was like, what is this? And I think I Shazammed it. And then I just, and then I downloaded it out. But I was listening to that junk all summer. That was also the summer I discovered like 80s rock, rock and roll. But that's a story for another day. But yeah, that was, it was, it changed my worldview. Uh, so, ironically, that was the same summer I really discovered 2014 Forest Drive. But I don't even want to get it. We're going to talk about that at another time. We will talk about that. But anyway, let's stay on subject. Familiar, yes. It was my introduction to the entire album, so I owe a lot to this song. Um, I keep saying this, but I owe a lot to every song. Like I, it's just, ugh. I don't even know how to explain it, but I feel like I've, I've, whatever point I was trying to make, I've made it. <laughs> hey, whatever, whatever my point was, I, whatever my point was gonna be, I've made it already. So, we're just gonna keep it going. Um, so, the next song we're gonna um, play is um, the next one I wanted to talk about is Go. Oh, I gotta talk. I'm sorry. I gotta talk about that bass in the beginning. Boom, 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 boom. And it get the boom, boom, boom. Boom, 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 boom. boom. Oh, that just goes in, bro. My friends who are, uh, if you listen to this who are in the bass, bro, you know that y'all goofy, bro. Boom, 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 boom. And then it gets low. Boom, 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 boom. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> and then the guitar boy. Ooh, the guitar goes. Everything goes in on the song. These dudes went in, bro. These instruments, bro. They got them. They got them. I don't even think I, bro. They. They. <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it, bro. But the dude that that sings on this, I. I didn't. I need to do more research. But uh, <laughs> uh, take better notes self, Make take better notes. But um, the dude singing at the beginning, the dude that raps in him, I really. The vibe, they—I feel like a lot of artists struggle with that. Just having a vibe for your album and sticking with it, you know, which is hard to do because a lot of songs. But it's just like this—this this jump made this whole album. But like you know, the thing I was talking about—was I talking about pulse earlier? Yeah, I think I was. But like that idea, of pulse go takes it up to eleven. Um, which this wasn't even one of my favorite songs in the beginning. I, this is another one of those songs where, as I get older, I appreciate this song more. Go and warm enough, and um, the one with Saba and estimate I know that's not English, but you'll know if you look at look at the album right now, you know which one I'm talking about. You know, some you know, what I'm talking about, but um, <laughs> but yeah, go got that it's got that pulse that energy. If like if I'm if I'm at the gym or something, I'm gonna add this to my gym mix, you know what? Yeah, I'm great, at it right now. Um, but yeah, go just got it's got the best pulse out of it. Just keeps going. It don't it don't it don't slow down. It just keeps it rolling. I love it. I love every second of it. And he's, I'm not gonna sing it for you, but you guys you guys know know what I'm talking about. But yeah, it's just oof, man, it's good. Oh wait, oh wait, bacon and beans. Uh, there's not much to say on go. Just listen to it and um. Uh, Y'all better be following along, or we're gonna have some problems. <laughs> no problems. Do what you want. I don't care. But, um, uh, let's see. There's only one more song I really want to talk about, which is, I guess I kind of say the best for last, um, which is, uh, I guess that you would call this the only real single. Technically, no, nothing came to me was the other single, but I feel like this was the real breakout single of the album, because for one, it came out beforehand. And then, um, but that one would be sunday candy okay sunday candy is an interesting one um for one thing how do i describe this this was kind of the i don't i don't even know how to describe it um for one thing this really and chance's career going forward after this but this is the first one before we got coloring book which is pretty much a love letter to god or whatever but fantastic one of my favorite albums of all time why did i say it like that i love that album but we'll get to that one later but um (laughs) at a later date not not now eventually soon Soon. (laughs) so but um this song it was very it 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 was different i i love i'm i'm only i'm trying to figure out my, i'm trying to put my feelings into words the point is i really love it but it's just um it's it was different than what i had normally heard quote-unquote gospel music whenever whenever an artist tried to you know use sounds you know based on like sounds of church and gospel stuff it always was like a a sample and it always like it was a lot of loud organs and, it, and they would never really Catch the vibe of gospel music. But this this song really catch especially black gospel. It catches the vibe of gospel music, which I love. Because it's a love letter to his grandmother. And everybody's grandmother pretty much strong in the word, man. <laughs> strong, strong with God. <laughs> you know, when they go to heaven, they you know, you know, if anybody's gonna be alright, they they going up there. Rest in peace, grandmother, by the way. But um anyway. Um my my grandmother. I'm, I I don't know if chances grandmother. I, I hope she's fine, but um I just love it because yeah, grandmothers are real, yeah, it, it's just it was a, it felt like a love letter to all grandmothers, you know, maybe maybe white grandmothers, Asian grandmothers, Hispanic grandmothers, um, yeah, I say Asian grandmothers, Asian Native American grandmothers, maybe all grandmothers are the same. they're all strong in their beliefs you know, very foundational, kind of all do the same thing, eat the same candies, say the same things, you know. I guess this has a different effect. I don't mean to get too personal, but um, while I was filming this, um, well, yeah, maybe like four or five months ago, my grandmother died, and then I just looked at a picture. She's she's staring at me right now. Which is so ironic that I set my podcast up exactly where my grandmother's picture will be looking dead at me, and then I look over there and she's right there looking at me. It feels almost spooky, but grandmother be like, I did not even know if you if you knew grandmother be like that. <laughs> um, but anyway, now <laughs> that, that got me all all razzled and tight in the in the eyes. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I've been going off subject, but yeah, sonically it's fantastic, and I guess to go off the tangent of. Talking about my grandmother and getting kind of tight. Um, the the woman singing in this song, Jamila Woods. I hope I'm saying it right. Her voice has entranced me ever since um, ever since I first heard it. It's something about her. Everybody in the song just got old souls to them. I feel like like when I hear that song, her. It sounds like she's been up in the church, and it just may not, this may or may not be true. I don't want to, but this is the feeling I get. It's like she grew up in the church, was singing all the time, you know. Just got that, got that. Her voice is that feeling. Uh, After this, I'm a, because I haven't really looked at her work, but I'm a huge fan of her. I'm a huge fan. Um, but yeah, I some something about this song just, it just resonates. I I love it because this combined with what he does in the future. You know, on Sundays, I used to listen to this, you know, this was my gospel music, you know, and I think a lot of people can attest to that. I think for my generation, a lot of Christians growing up these days, Chance Rapper had a huge influence on how we how me personally on how I saw my own religion. You know that not all not God doesn't always not to get too preachy, but I just feel like I need to say this. God doesn't always speak the exact same way to everyone. He speaks to everybody differently, whether through objects or other people or your experiences. I feel like he and, you know, he speaks to everybody differently. And I feel like God was speaking to me through Chance the Rapper's music to try. Well, the message I think he tried to tell me was, you know, not every thing that's related to me is going to look exactly the same. You know, my love is expressed in different ways was the the vibe i got from it and it meant a lot to me because it felt like especially growing up in the church that you know there was only one way to do everything you know and well at least that's a feeling i'm getting very existential to this song what is it about this song that's messing me up <laughs> what is it um but yeah this song is really dope and i and it, it means a lot to me. And I'm alright, I put this in a couple other songs that I don't wanna talk about because I wanna talk about them at a later date and give them their own uh, videos. Um, at, a, at But yeah, Sunny Candy was very special to me. And it stays special, you know. And a lot of people, you know, this could seem, uh, and for a lot of people, this album could seem very corny or too abstract or not very good. Or too all over the place, or sonically not right. But you know, for me, and a lot of people, everything just works. And you know, if you if you had any great experiences with um, this, let me know. Hit me up. Um, I'm Will's Truth Seven on all. That's W I L L S T R U T H. The number seven on all social media platforms. So if you, uh, I would love to hear what some of y'all had to say about it if it did have this effect on you am i the only one um i i don't know but i would love to hear what the rest of y'all would have to say about it um but i think that's all the well yeah that's really all the songs i really want to talk about so i guess now is really the i have in my notes time for personal reflection. But I pretty much done that through this entire album. I pretty much said all the talking points I was gonna talk about at the end. But I guess I'll just recap a little bit. Um, this album's dope, and you need to check it out because it's fantastic. If you haven't heard it before, check it out. This is my last. I'm not gonna keep. I'm not gonna keep telling y'all. Go check the album out. I don't know how many times I keep telling you keep your feet off the couch and go out check out this album, man. And um, I guess I'll talk about. Um, yeah is one thing that's been very interesting is seeing yeah looking i know i said this earlier but looking back and seeing how far chances come you know he's really grown so much I, I i wasn't there i don't have any nostalgia for acid rap because i don't i don't even know when that junk came out it had to be because i was a little kid probably when it came out uh let's let's do some research real quick let's see uh yeah 2013 um what was i even doing in 2013 oh i was this was a couple years (laughs) yeah i was a freshman in high school yeah this is i wasn't ready for chance yet when um this album came out this is 2000 this is april 30th 2013 so that means um i might have been in eighth grade something like I don't, I don't know but I was either eighth or ninth grade when this came out but yeah I don't think I was ready for it and I try, I always try to go back and listen to acid rap and I've listened to it top to bottom but you know I think I've listened to them at a different stage in their lives so this just doesn't impact if this was my first experience of chance if acid rap was my first experience of chance rapper I would have loved it I would this, this video would be all about acid rap and how great it is but it wasn't my first introduction to acid rap and that's okay because you know when i talk to people a lot you know they get they they say you know acid rap you know he never did anything better than acid rap nothing be better than it but it's like you know for me my favorite ones um i think i'm sorry i got i got cut off there but yeah i guess i guess i essentially made my point you know um uh yeah i don't think um i don't think acid rap i, I guess i already i already made my points um yeah acid rap was it was good an album but i i came i came too late to the party i'd already heard surf and surf it kind of taking the place in my heart where acid rap would have been if i listened to it first and that's okay, because some people, acid rap is their favorite. For some people like me, surf is their favorite, or I don't even use favorites, because I, I love, because I, I like acid rap. I don't love it, which is, it's okay. And it's okay if you love it and you don't, it's okay if you don't like this, I don't care. It, that doesn't mean it means any less to me. And because I love coloring book. I think the big day is okay. I'll talk about that later, but um, yeah, the big day is okay. But yeah, I love, uh, you know, Chance has has forever changed how I see the world, and I'm eternally grateful. And Donnie Trumpet, you know, uh, I guess I said I was going to talk, yeah, I almost forgot I was going to talk about Donnie Trumpet in the end. Let's get into Donnie Trumpet a little bit, you know. Like I said before, uh, I moved the mic, um, Donnie Trumpet, you know, I was, I was in high school and a little bit in college, I played the trumpet, and it was trumpet changed my world changed my entire life so as you can probably guess um donnie trumpet was very influential also i used to always say all the time well in my head the two people i wanted to sound like all the time were donnie trumpet and winning marcellus those are those are the top two and you know throw a little miles davis in there uh (laughs) and a little terrence blankard i hope i said that right who else who else a little Louis armstrong you know um who else who else Art- arturo sandoval um i hope that i said that right you know um i'm not saying all my favorite because tr- uh, i can't think of my fan but um if i if i think about them i'll say them but yeah w- when i was l- looking up stuff of this video i saw that Donnie trump he said he um he played other instruments but then when he started playing trumpet he listened to miles Davis. it's not that also interesting because uh miles Davis was very influential to me also because one of the albums that was very influential to me was sketches of spain by miles davis because my grandfather gave it to me way years back before i p- became any good at trumpet um and that album was very influential to me i used to listen to it because it was a cd and everybody was moving it was, so we were slowly moving to the streaming service it had to be like 14 2014 2015 had to search find a, a cd player <laughs> put in the cd player and listen but nowadays i can just go on spotify i think i'm gonna do that after this video and listen to it but i found that so interesting and his sound is so unique. I love the sound. I could listen to him play trumpet all day. And I'm eternally grateful to him because he was an instrumental piece in my development as a musician. And whenever I do pick, I, sometime soon I plan on picking up the horn again. You know, I'm going to go back, listen to this stuff and get back to grinding. But yeah, I owe a lot to Donnie Trumpet. He's an amazing artist. I've listened to his, I haven't listened to the Juju Exchange the, or the exchange was that the album's name i need to listen to it because if he has need. but i listened to intellectual his newest project it was okay to me um didn't I, i'm honest my only complaint is it didn't have enough trumpet because that's what i came for but you know your artists the artists you love they change and grow and just because they change and grow doesn't mean that their old stuff disappears it still exists it's still there you know we like to do that a lot oh you you ruined it um you know or whatever some you know. Haters talk, but you know, just because your favorite people do new things doesn't negate what they did before. Um, there was an episode of Adventure Time I, I I watched a while back. It's a cartoon, by the way, if you're wondering. But it was um essentially this. It's the show's stupid, but the thing they did was very interesting. He, um, the character Jake, he for some weird reason he was turning blue and turning into a weird monster. And I feel like this was all a metaphor for change without, without it was beautiful. I would say go check it out. There's clips on YouTube. But um, he, he was always like a dog that could stretch and he had stretching powers or whatever. But for some reason, the reason he couldn't, they explained it later, but um, but there's no point to explain it. But um, he turns blue and like grows wings and has multiple eyes. He looks freakish. And everybody's like, ah, you're so different. And, and Jake, he's like, nah, I'm still the same me. It's uh, it's same exact mean. Every time he tries to deny what he's becoming, he turns more monstrous and stuff. And then um, I can't remember the reason, but he goes and searches for his brother. Oh, he's sitting with like a dude who's made a sandwiches or something. And then like he's like, "Where'd you get that painting?" Because he knows the painting is his brother's painting. His brother loves to paint, and it's real abstract. It's different from what he, he his brother normally draws. You know, landscapes and stuff. But it's all abstract, and the landscapes all abstract and all over the place. And so he goes to talk to his brother. And then he's like, um, why did, um, why'd you stop painting landscapes? Um, your, your landscapes were always so, you know, why are you going to, cause you know, you're, you're just going to paint the landscapes now. I mean, you're just going to paint these weird abstract things and then you're going to go back to painting landscapes. And he was asking, he was almost getting teary eyed when he was asking it. Cause in a way he was asking, you know, I'm going to be different, but then I'm going to go back to being me. And then, um, uh, and then his brother hugs him. And I love that scene because he's he says, you know, me drawing this stuff, um, I, I, I'm going to screw this up. But he said something really good. He said um, Paint something along the lines of him painting the abstract paintings does not negate what he drew before. He just drew so many landscapes that the, the landscape started to look squiggly to him. So then he drew them that way. But that was, I just really love because it was exactly what his brother needed to hear which essentially he was saying i don't even know if this has anything to do with donny Trump at this point but um he was just saying you know um me doing stuff different and new doesn't negate what i was before it's all still me i think that's something he said but it's in the same thing with jake it's all still him the th- the way he looked before and the way he looks now it's all still him he's not gone he's just different and he may go back to painting landscapes and he may not. And it's okay whether he does and he doesn't. I don't know why I just told that story. It has nothing to do what I was talking about. But the point I was trying to make intellectual, I didn't I didn't like honestly, I didn't I'm gonna be real. I didn't like it all that much. But it's okay. Cause I'm I'm still a huge fan of Donnie Trumpet. I still love everything he do. I'm still next time I find out he's gonna do another project, I'm still gonna listen to it because I'm a big fan of him and I respect what he does. And everything it's just a huge collection, it's a huge epic that we call Nico Siegel or Donnie Trumpet, whatever he goes by now. I think he's Nico now, but whatever, you know, it's all still him. That was a huge tangent. But I think I've made the point that I wanted to make. So I'm gonna close by saying this. Um this album's fantastic. This album shaped who I am. I owe everything to this album. Thank you. Um, to all, all you guys who are listening to the end, y'all are real ones. I appreciate y'all, man. Um, I'm going to keep dishing out these videos. Uh, you know, I I heard a quote from Gary V that said, you know, um, you know, the only way to make it is you got to have content. So when the right people come along, the right platform come listening, I've got a repertoire of stuff to play. So... Um, I'm going to keep making videos about the things I love, and we're just going to throw things at the wall till something sticks, but I appreciate all of you. Thank you for listening. Subscribe, follow, whether on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, whatever other thing. Subscribe, please. I would greatly appreciate it. Check out the video. Um, Listen to the ad reads. Listen to the ads for me. I appreciate it. Help uh, put money in my pocket. (laughs) And, um... I don't know. Uh, I guess that's... Um, and also, stay tuned for the next one. Um, I'll give you a hint. Um, it's going to have a little bit of Kung Fu candy in it. That's all I'm going to say. That's probably the biggest hint in the world. But you'll hear about it soon. So, until then, um, I'm going to keep telling my truth. But y'all keep continuing to tell y'all truth. And uh, next time you see me or hit me up in the... In the group chat or whatever DM me let me know how you're doing if you're not doing good let's talk so continue to tell your truth and I'll catch y'all in the next one